Good afternoon, everybody. It's Monday, and that means it's another episode of 62 Who Knew. And uh, the episodes have always been fun. John, what is this, our 103rd episode? 102? 102nd episode. And uh, they've always been fun since episode one. But since we made a commitment uh, in early January of 2021 uh, to be a driving force to bring long-term care insurance and different financing options for that staggering product to the public. Uh, our ratings have gone up. Our viewership has skyrocketed. Uh, always been very proud of that 50 to 75,000 viewers uh, per week that we built in 2020. Uh, but in the last three months, that 50 to 75,000 number has more gone to 80 to 100,000 Yes, we are spending a lot of time talking about long-term care insurance, in-home care, different types of dementia. We are talking about ways to finance things, services that our seniors need. Uh, two of the last four weeks, we had an incredible topic that we had never discussed in the uh, 102 weeks that we've been on, and that was gray divorce. Sometimes it's talked about as silver divorce, but divorce for baby boomers, which in many cases uh, can be their second or third divorce, and it brings a lot more complications. Sometimes it's easier. There's no young children, but in many cases there's his children, her children, their children. Where do the assets go? How are they divided? Uh, one of those shows actually topped uh, 100,000 viewers for the first time. So thank you so much for being here. As always, I'm going to start with just a quick synopsis because I want to get these two very special guests on as quick as possible. But just a quick synopsis of what is 62, who knew for people that may be tuning in for the first time. And here's what 62, who knew is all about. It is about the double-edged sword or mixed blessing, if you will, of longer lifespans. As we approach the age of 62, some people do it in their 50s, some people even do it in their 40s. I did it when I was about 61 and a half, um, like a lot of us. As we approach that magic age, that age where Social Security is going to start, we start to think about our own mortality and retirement in a more serious way than we always have. And we have questions, and those questions are pretty much the same as our fathers and mothers' questions and their fathers and mothers' questions. Should I take my Social Security at 62, or should I defer to a later point in time? Do I need to keep working? I don't have long-term care insurance. Is it too late? When do I get Medicare? That's at 65, isn't it? How about Medicaid? I'm very confused about that. Do I have too much money to even qualify for that? Should I be investing in the stock market as volatile as it is? Should I do something safe with annuities? What are different investments that I can be doing? I really hope to pay off my house by now, but I haven't. Should I consider one of those new reverse mortgages? I ask these questions. My parents ask their questions. Their parents ask those questions. But we, when I say we, the baby boomers, we have one different obstacle that we have to overcome or at least deal with, one more hurdle to jump with, and that is longer lifespans. And although lifespans have stayed pretty much the same the last 20, 30 years, one, well, at least 20 years, one statistic that hasn't, or a couple that haven't, is that if you make it to 62 in this country, 
And you notice I didn't say be healthy. Just make it to 62. You have a 50-50 shot of making it into your 90s. That's what medical technology, scientific breakthroughs has done for us over the last three decades. More than 50% of this country that makes it into their 60s is going to make it into their 90s. And as we've learned from some of our guests, and especially our guests from Israel, from the Weizmann Institute, with the newest technologies, scientific and medical breakthroughs that are going to be hitting our doorsteps in the next decade. Notice I didn't say 20 or 30 years, in the next decade. That number of making it into the 90s could be way into the high 90s, even the 100s, okay? Who knew that at 62, you had a 50-50 chance of being here half the time you've already been here, another 30 years. And the truth of the matter is, less than 1% of this great country has the financial wherewithal to make it those 30 years without a little assistance. And that's what this show is about. And tonight is going to be no exception uh, with two of our favorite guests. One I'm so excited to have. Well, I'm excited to have both of them. But we're also going to announce a national affiliation, a sponsorship, partnership, however you want to talk about it, uh, with one of them that is just so exciting. So without further ado, John, let's bring in Mr. Mark Goldberg, uh, national long-term care insurance expert, uh, president of FPS. Uh, former presidents of other companies, an accomplished public speaker, but more important than anything, the first guest that 62 Who Knew ever happened. I mean, who knows if Mark wasn't our guest, we could have 12 viewers today instead of 100,000. It probably it, it was you. It, it had to be. And, and look at Mark's face. Mark went, I don't know about that. And Matt's face, I don't know about that. Um, you couldn't hide that, Matt. And also, we have here the president and founder, Mr. Matt McCain, McCann of LongTermCareLTCNews.com, um, which, guys, we're going to bring that website up several times during the show. Uh, but to our audience, there is no finer consumer-facing platform than LTC News. Um, it's a staggering platform, and... And one of the reasons Matt, Matt is here, and we're going to announce it right now, is uh, he is one of the first people. There are many more coming as a national presence on LTC News, actually an international presence. We're going to talk about that in a little bit um, to come on as one of our national sponsors. Uh, there it is. And it's just staggering. John, I don't know if you could scroll down a little. The information on this website is nothing short of staggering. Um, look at this. Look at this. And when you click on these, it's not like you're going to one thing. You are going to uh, just an incredible amount of information, plainly spoken for the consumer to understand. It's a staggering website. And quite frankly, ladies and gentlemen, if you go to 62whoknew.com, www.62whoknew.com. I'm bad at sending people to our website, but I'm getting much better at it starting right now. There are two direct links right to LTC News. We want the, um, if you can go up a little, John, because I can barely see it. It's there. It's up to the right. Okay. And if you want to go down a little, it's up to the right. The, the viewing audience can see it. And if you want to go down a little, there it is. No, keep going back up. Two, 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 two. Uh, Long-term care. Um, 
insurance, final expense. Well, it was supposed to be there on number five, but it's not there. It will be. That is our second link. We want to get our eighty to 100,000 viewers uh, to LTC News, there's no doubt. So, Mark and Matt, thank you for being here. Welcome, and uh, it's great to see you guys. Great to be here. Congratulations on being 102. <clears throat> yeah, you don't look it. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't look a day over 98, do I? No, I was going to say, tip-top shape for a man in his 90s. Uh, I'm but getting, uh, 102, who knew? Who yeah. knew? If, That's if, right. If, um, if lifespans keep going up that high, that could yes, be the that'll name be of the, the show. future show. It'll be yeah. 102, who knew? It'll I be the new middle age. We should, yeah, we should do a, uh, a mock show one day with all of us at 100 years old. I'll just sit here and go, oh, thank you for coming. Well, you know, Michael, you touched on so many different things during that introduction. You know, I don't, I don't know if we ever talked about this that before. I'm sure Matt's aware of it. By the way, you, your show, as fine as the international guests you had appear on here, just took a giant leap forward with having uh, uh, Matt McCann as your special guest. This gentleman is the, the present and the future of long-term care. So uh, he has no well established his brand in this position, and now with the acquisition of LTC News, as the uh, as a go to voice to be heard in this uh, in this profession. Yeah, we're so um, proud to be on that on that website with him. You have no idea. Yeah, well, well you should be because, we, but despite the fact that he asked me to be one of his uh, guest columnists, it is a great site. Yes. So no doubt. Anyway. Matt, tell um, us a little. Oh, I'm sorry, Mark. Did you have a question? Yeah, I, I want to know. I just wanted to jump on what you said because I couldn't help but thinking about. Uh, I think I shared this step before, but when we use the number 62, over 10,000 people a day in the United States are turning age 62, and that is that trend is going to continue until for another 16 years. Yes. Every single day for the next 16 years, at least 10,000 people are going to turn 62 in the United States. There's no long-term care company selling, you know, 10,000 plus policies a day, not selling 5,000 policies a day. I've been mean, talking about the whole industry combined. Mm -hmm. So the 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 growth of this market is is like a, a rocket ship. Mm -hmm. And um, and again, demand for a solution has never been greater. Part of what I want to talk to Matt about, but uh, I wanted to point that out to you. And the other stat I saw was right now there's 55 million people over the age of 65. But in the next two decades, that number is supposed to reach 95 million. Isn't that amazing? So talking to you, what you were just talking about, about how much we're going to live longer. Um, we're going to go from 65 or 55 million now to, to 95 million uh, in the next um, two, three decades. And before I you know, and go ahead, Matt. The, the, thing, the thing to keep in mind, uh, Mark and, and Mike, you know, you, you talk about this group of people. And I'm going to go take us back to a few minutes before air. Okay, we're all in the neighborhood of the, the, the same age. I'm maybe a couple years younger than the two of you, but not much. And what were we talking about? We were talking about our medications and our aches and our pains mm -hmm. and the things that, you know, were are impacting our, our health and our bodies and hopefully not yet our mind. But this is the age group, and I'm going to take it to 50 on up, when we start realizing that we're experiencing changes in our health. Our bodies are not exactly the same as they were when we were 25. 
That's an understanding. And as we progress decade by decade, uh, this is really the, the challenge that, that we face. Yes, there's advances in medical science, which allow us to live longer and longer, but, but how do we take care of that? How do we deal with the fact that it's not easy to die? And those challenges, not just on our finances, but on our families, is really uh, a, a tremendous issue that this show and people like myself and Mark and yourself, uh, Mike, and other people that you've had on this show have to deal with with, uh, with the public. And it impacts the entire country. And quite frankly, it impacts the entire world. Yes. Uh, because the entire world is aging. Uh, and that's, this is a worldwide issue, not just in the United States. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Mike, that's a great idea for a future program, right? So keep that's us in true. mind, both of us, bring us back, and we'll have a discussion about all the new innovations that are on the horizon that are going to completely change the face of healthcare for seniors uh, in the years ahead. Wouldn't it be um, kind of fun? I, or... I keep up with that. I do a report every every six months or so to my uh, to my own agency about it and I, I constantly get emails about all these new developments and i'd love to share that with your audience absolutely and i'm and sure it also would be a fun that show. has to happen too so it also might be a very fun show to uh especially with the uh, readership uh that matt has in other countries wouldn't it be neat to have a a long-term care insurance expert from the united states uh one from uh great britain one from Australia, uh, one from you know New Zealand, and just talk about what's common, you know, in all our countries and what's not common. That might be Matt. an interesting show too. But, Matt. but I want to go to jump on that because there's news that broke today. And I want to thank more sure okay. Matt knew about it. But go ahead. No, no, go ahead. What was the news Matt, that broke today? Did you see that press release from Genworth today? Yeah, that they're going to try to get back into the sales of long-term care insurance. Yeah, but oh, wow. <laughs> if you open it up and you read it, it's in China. They're going to go into long-term care sales in China, not here. They would like eventually to get here. Good luck with that. But they're, what, they're, what, they're, what they're saying is, to, to Michael's point, <laughs> that this is something that's opening and open the world. Just think how large the China market is going to be with their billions of, of population. Well, you, you've no, got a problem no in China givers. in that you're you're limited to two children. Yeah, right. Um, no caregivers, and there's just not the ability for family to step in and be caregivers. And of course, as we know in the United States and in many other places around the world, uh, today's family, both spouses are working, and it's very difficult to juggle the responsibilities of a, a career, being a parent and other family responsibilities with the physical and emotional challenges of being a caregiver. Yeah. Uh, you can imagine what it's like uh, throughout Asia, uh, especially in China where you have a limit on the amount of children that you have. So from, from Genworth's point of view, that is a great market. Um, and China is open for that idea because aging is even a bigger issue there uh, because of diet and lifestyle. Uh, this is a worldwide problem, and it's not going going away anytime soon. All right. Let's get so right something to for the future. Yeah. yeah, for the future. So, Mike, why don't you and I play round robin? Well, wait one hey, second. Dude. Before we go round robin, I do want, we usually do this in the very beginning, 
but we just got into such great conversations that it, that it didn't happen. I want Matt to tell us and our viewers about LTC News. What okay. is your viewership? What is your audience? What do you see it as? A, what's important to you? Well, Mike, LTC News has has two primary audiences. The the first audience are people uh, generally in their forties, fifties, and and sixties that are planning. Uh, they're planning. They're thinking about long term care. They're thinking about health. They're thinking about retirement. They're looking for resources to prepare themselves for a more successful future retirement. The other group of readers on LTC News are families in crisis. These are individuals who typically have, usually it's a parent, a mom or dad, that is either experiencing declines in their health or they're at the critical part where mom or dad needs care now. How do they find care? What, you know, is care meaning a nursing home? Can we find other ways other than a nursing home? And LTC News provides the news and resources uh, and various tools available to help both groups, either planning for their future retirement, and that includes obviously long-term health care, or helping them through the crisis and, and making it easier on the family uh, to find the appropriate cl- uh, care for their mom or dad. Fantastic. And I just, I remember. Great job you've done, Matt. It it really is. What a website it is. All right. And um, uh, Mark, go ahead with what you were saying. No, I have three questions for Matt. And I don't know. I know you had some questions, too. So I thought maybe we would alternate back and forth and ask him questions and see if he can stand up to this inquisition. We're about to put him through. (laughs) Go ahead, Mark. Oh, me first? Okay. You first. Guest Um, first. Matt, in addition to being the owner and president and of um, uh, LTC News, you are also one of the most extraordinary uh, long-term care specialists that ever laced it up in this profession. As someone who's in touch with that still to this to this day um, in helping people find a solution, why is now with all, and I mean specifically now, but that's what we've been living through the last couple of years in particular, what is now, why is now the opportune time to be um, seeking a solution or a plan to address your long-term care? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I first want to make sure that uh, the audience understands that both you know, my insurance business and LTC News are, are separate entities with separate staff. So there, there is a line between the two. Uh, but as far as why now is a good time, and, and I think I'm going to take it back to something that we sometimes hear from the consumer press, sometimes consumers will bring it up that, well, gee, at one time there were 100 insurance companies that offered these products, now there's a dozen. That must be a bad thing, right? And and the answer to that is no, absolutely not. You look at any kind of of industry, uh, automobiles, when you go back to uh, 100 years ago, how many manufacturers of automobiles were there? TV sets. Uh, you know, at, at one time, and go back to the 60s and 70s, there were dozens and dozens and dozens of companies that produced televisions, uh, radios, those types of consumer goods, and they all contract. The, the companies that have success get their market share, and they continue. Those that don't get market share go concentrate on something else. So just because uh, there's not as many insurance companies that offer these products, doesn't mean there's something wrong with finding a solution. 
The second part of that question is solution doesn't always mean long-term care insurance. Uh, and there are different types of long-term care insurance. But I think most people would agree that having some kind of plan for the physical, emotional, and financial uh, challenges that come with aging and longevity is absolutely essential to any retirement plan. Uh, when you don't have a plan, you go into crisis. And usually what I have found that the, the people that don't have a plan and don't want a plan are usually in denial that they'll ever need any care in the future. And that goes against common sense, statistics, um, and just basic instinct. But, but we all have a level of denial that it's not gonna happen to me, it's gonna happen to the, the person across the street. The funny thing is the person across the street's thinking the exact same way, but we have to get beyond that denial and understand that longevity is a real issue. Um, and, and Mike, you mentioned you know, statistics about uh, uh, people living longer, uh, you know, and we can quote all those, those statistics, but it, the, the, you know, the, the basic understanding is, it's either gonna happen or not. And if it does happen, how are you gonna make it easier on your family and finances? Long-term care, is yes, a cash flow issue. We got to address the cash flow issue. The long-term care is also a family issue. And that dynamic needs to be taken care of both family and finances. And today we have solid products, both traditional and partnership certified plans. We've got hybrid plans. Uh, we got short-term plans. We have reverse mortgages. Um, people want to sell fund. There's ways to do it smartly. There's ways to plan, but having a plan is absolutely essential. And the best time to do it is obviously before you experience a crisis. And if you're sitting there and you're not in crisis, now is the time to plan. Yeah, that's that's an incredible answer. And, you know, Mark and I actually discussed this on the first show 102 weeks ago. And I, th I think Mark has been on minimum a dozen times. Uh, and sooner or later, we all get to this. Uh, Long-term care insurance is most certainly a financial issue, but I think, in, and then we always say, or you as professionals uh, in the long-term care world, I'm not an insurance person, um, until you become a caretaker, as Mark has done for his parents, uh, I'm not sure if you've ever done that, um, but we have other people on the show like um, Peter Gelbwax and um, Carol Golden from NAFA. Uh, you know, just great, great giants in your industry. And we, and they've all taken care of family members. And, uh, you know, I always bring this up. And, and until that last year of my father's life, um, of which only the last four to six weeks were rough. He was okay. Um, hospice was there. But in that last year, as he was declining, and I was just so proud to take care of him. He had been living in my house for X amount of years. But, you know, Mark has heard me say this many times, the, the first time uh, that he had an accident in bed, and, um, and we were almost laughing about it. And this was a, uh, you know, a, a classic, greatest generation, heavily uh, decorated XPOW from World War II. And he looked at me after a, a few incidents, not, you know, falling down in the shower, and went, this just isn't right. Um, and I go, what? It's no big deal. He goes, oh, I'm not talking what I'm going through. I'm talking what you're going through. 
You're my son. You're not supposed to help me off the floor. You're not supposed to, I'm just going to say it since we're on cable, you're not supposed to help me you know, change my shitty sheets. This is not what a son does. I go, but I want to. He goes, you may want to, but I don't want you to. And we didn't have long-term care insurance. We didn't know all these guys you know, 20 years ago. So, yes, we got in-home care. Knockwood Business and the Mortgage Company was great. Uh, the check was very large every month for a year, more than if Dad had been paying premiums on long-term care insurance for the last 30 years. But I got to go back to being a son, and it was worth its weight in gold rather than the caretaker. And it, it's so hard to impart that message. And I think that's a big message that is missing in your industry. Not missing, but we haven't learned how to really tell that to the public. Yeah, it'll protect the few hundred thousand in the bank or, or the 800 or the 60,000. But it's not that. You don't want your daughter giving you a bath. You don't want your son helping you with your sheets in the middle of the night. You want them to be there as your loved ones, not as your caretaker. And I just don't know how to, I don't know how your industry can, can pass that message on. Well, I, I think part of the problem, uh, Mike, is you have a, a number of, of financial advisors and general insurance agents that look at long-term care purely with dollars and cents. And not that money's not important, it's certainly important. But long-term care is, is not just about money. Uh, being a caregiver is physically and emotionally demanding. Um, it interferes with the life of the caregiver, typically a daughter or daughter-in-law. But whether it's a son or a son-in-law or whomever it may be, it's a tough job. And the other part of it, which you mentioned, Mike, is really true that once you are the care recipient, the person receiving care, you really don't want to put your loved ones through that. It's embarrassing. Uh, a few years ago, I, I had uh, some uh, back surgery, and, and for a few days, I really needed help at home. And, uh, and the first couple of days, I could not shower by myself. So my son came to help me in and out of the shower. That was embarrassing. Mm -hmm. I remember it to this day, and that's just a couple of days. So we look at this problem it's not just about money. Sure, money helps. You want to protect assets and legacy. Yeah, that's true. But you want access to quality care to allow your family the time to be family. Yes. And not have to put either yourself through that emotion or your family through that uh, emotion. Uh, and, and that's the part that a long-term care specialist understands that most financial advisors and general insurance agents really have no understanding of unless they've gone through that right. themselves personally. No, that's great. And that was, uh, uh, yeah, it's just a very sensitive topic. You know, Matt, Mike, Mike wrote a book about his relationship with his father, which I've read. And if you get a chance, you should read it too. In fact, maybe something for LTC News. But it's um, it, it, he talks about, I mean, this was an extraordinary man, his father. And the relationships between fathers and sons in general, which were were special with, with Mike and his dad. So you'll, you'll, you'll feel like you know him after you read the book. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. All right. So now That's my true. question. Okay. So you know my goal. Both of you know it well. Um, when I speak mortgage. to experts like yourselves or, again, or a 
Peter Gelbwax or a Bill Comfort or um, you know Carol Golden. You know, I get statistics. Michael, the long-term care insurance world, you know, has less than a five percent penetration. Michael, it has a seven percent penetration. I don't think anybody has ever given me more than seven as a number. And my thing since the first time I met uh, Peter Gelbwax and Mark, which is unbelievable that it was 13 years ago to me, just unbelievable, um, is, well, how about the masses? Why don't the masses have it? Well, the truth is, in my layman's opinion, the masses don't think they can afford it. And the masses are totally misinformed about it. It's what made me fell in love with it because it's like my favorite topic, reverse mortgages. If you, you know, I always say in the beginning of my national speeches, there are three people I'm talking to. People that don't know about reverse mortgages, people that do know reverse mortgages, and the most dangerous people in the world, the people that think they know about reverse mortgages. And I swear it's the same thing with long-term care insurance. Our goal here at 62 Who Knew is to bring your product, long-term care insurance, to the masses, not the people that can write a check for 200000 for a hybrid product or 100000 but the people that have six figures in the bank, they want to protect it, they cannot, um, you know, switch assets around, you know, they don't have enough assets, but they have lots of equity. And using a reverse mortgage correctly, paying off their, their forward mortgage, I want to go after that other 97% or 93%, depending on who you're listening to, that I'm going to say, quite frankly, the major carriers have never cared about that much. They couldn't reach them. They want the people with big checkbooks. But like you said, this is a worldwide problem. And I know we're working on that together, so it's kind of a loaded question, or you wouldn't let me be in uh, LTC News. But what do you think about that theory of saying to that person, look, you may not have millions in the bank, not even close, but you have X amount of hundreds of thousands of dollars in equity. Let's get you the same long-term care insurance protection as the guy with $2 million in the bank because it's affordable. What do you think about our, our new goal here in 2021 to bring this product to the masses? Well, I, I think it, it empowers people to, to be independent. And a, a lot of people, they hear reverse mortgages. Uh, they may think of the uh, you know TV commercials uh, at, at 3 a.m. Uh, they may have heard someone talk about it and they're, they're unsure about its credibility. And it's not too much different than, than a lot of people think about long-term care insurance until they get facts. And, and that's what, whether it's, it's specialists like Mark and myself and others that do long-term care insurance or LTC News, which is attempting to provide information and reality for people that there are vehicles available to make what is already affordable for many people even more affordable. Uh, a lot of people, as they get ready for retirement or once they're in retirement, th their cash flow is different. And, and they find that a lot of their, their money is tied up and I, I don't want to make that as a, a negative thing, but it's tied up into their home. Uh, maybe they have money in their 401k as well that they can't touch. Otherwise, they're just cash flowing from check to check. Right. And so I can't afford long-term care insurance. Well, actually, you can. And that reverse mortgage might be one of the ways and one of the vehicles you can do it. 
And so one of the things we've done on LTC News is the uh, Ask Mike uh, option uh, on the reverse mortgage section. Uh, and you can find it if you go all the way down on the website, you'll see reverse mortgage. Just click on that. You go on that page and you can ask Mike. Um, no, not Michael Jordan. Uh, that's someone else. I don't think Michael Jordan knows anything about reverse mortgages. But uh, you, Mike, will be answering these questions that, that we get. And obviously, there's information uh, on that page, which gives you a basic understanding about reverse mortgages. But you probably have more questions. And that's one of the ways that we're going to help educate uh, the American people that there are ways to plan and to make it easier on your family. And there, there's no reason for American families to go into crisis mode. That's right. Uh, obviously, for the poor, we have Medicaid. They're looking for ways to expand Medicaid uh, to the, uh, you know, a little bit broader. Uh, but the, the rest of the country, it's on us. Uh, every administration since the Clinton administration has told us the same thing. Uh, the role of planning for the physical, emotional, and financial burdens of long-term health care is on you and me. And if we don't do it, uh, we are either subjecting our family to be caregivers. Uh, we you know, pay for all the care ourselves out of pocket until we're poor. And there is no reason for people to get in that type of crisis. Reverse mortgages and getting information on that can be part of a solution of many available solutions. That's great, Matt. You're making Michael the Dr. Ruth of, launcher, of reverse mortgages. That's, that's great. There you go. Remember, I can little? see, I can see the, the, the fatherly advice you were giving now. That's great. Yeah, uh, that's a good idea that you did the advice that. Too, this makes yeah. it look better. Mark, I saw you taking some notes. It's your turn next. Okay. So right up of what Michael was just asking. Because, Michael, frankly, if you wait long enough, the rest of the world will catch up to you. I and I so. think that's about what's about to happen as an alternative way to fund solutions for long-term care by using a reverse mortgage as a potential, as you say, bring it to the masses. The federal and state governments have all of a sudden become more aggressive than maybe ever before in starting to propose legislation um, that will help them address what is the older age tsunami that is unstoppable at this point and inevitable to be such a burden on the, on the um, budgets of all these different states. So uh, you heard the president earlier this week in his proposal for, or last week I should say, in his proposal for um, infrastructure in there, he has $400 million budgeted to uh, improve upon and better organize the caregiving component. I don't know how that's infrastructure, but that's a show for another day. Um, the state of Washington has passed a tax that says that if you do not have a long-term care policy come November 1, you will have, be subject to this payroll tax. And they're going to take 0.578 of your payroll with no cap. So if you're making 100 grand, so it's 570 dollars. But if you're making uh, 400 thousand, it's well in excess of two, three, 2500 dollars or 3000 dollars a year. You're going to end up paying in a tax because you don't have a policy. And that's so that they can provide 
$100,000 to you, but the criteria to qualify for that $100,000 is far steeper than what it is to qualify for a claim on a long-term care policy. You need to have help with three ADLs. There's no mention of cognitive impairments and so on and so on. So um, uh, I think all this stuff is going to have a reverse effect, and it's going to drive more and more people to seek out putting a private plan in place, and that's where your idea of using a reverse mortgage is going to come uh, become more of a, an appealing a choice. So, Matt, all that was to set up you. You're seeing all this change politically. How do you think that impacts the future of the, of the long-term care planning? Well, I think what's happening in Washington is people uh, are understanding that this is a, a real issue. You, you got a lot of people with blinders on, and then all of a sudden, what's happening in Washington State? Everyone's talking about long-term care, and they're asking, well, why? And as people start learning about that, and then they look at this tax, and then uh, we see a lot of uh, extra traffic uh, to LTC News from Washington State uh, as uh, this is getting local news and people are saying, well, what are my options for this long-term care insurance? Now, granted, there, there's a lot of people that are just wanting enough long-term care insurance to avoid the tax. But there's many people that are saying, okay, now this is a real problem. Uh, perhaps this is a time to have a real solution. And that's where we're talking to a long-term care specialist. And there's not a lot of us around. I mean, uh, there's a, a number of uh, agencies and specialists out there. Um, but I, I think the default that most consumers go to is, I'll ask my financial advisor about it, or I'll ask the same uh, guy or gal that sells my auto insurance. And, and no disrespect to any of those, because I don't know anything about auto insurance or, or for that matter, a lot of those other types of insurances, but they're not long-term care specialists. And I, I, I think that's why people go to resources like LTC News uh, to get solid, trustworthy information uh, that they can then hopefully take to a long-term care specialist or if not, someone that will talk to them and they'll be more better informed uh, about how to proceed. Uh, and you don't need a huge policy. And I think that's a, a, a misnomer. Uh, you know, you know, people sometimes say, oh my God, a nursing home is $16,000 a month. I need a policy that pays $16,000. No, because we know that most long-term care is not delivered in nursing homes. Um, and most long-term care is delivered at home, uh, adult daycare and assisted living. Those costs are less. Plus, you're going to have some kind of income coming in. My personal philosophy, and Mark, you can talk about yours, but my personal philosophy has always been to take a catastrophic situation and make it manageable. When you over-insure, all you're doing is benefiting an insurance company and some insurance agent. And unfortunately, I've not yet found anyone that really wants to benefit either. Um, and I've been doing this now a long time. I go through a lot of claims. I find that my clients and their families, and more so their families, are extremely happy with the amount of benefits they have coming in. And, and they are grateful, even on small plans, they are grateful for having that help. And, and that's the, the key here, to make it easier on your family. Uh, and whether you, you start acting because there's some tax that's going to happen in Washington, there's a couple other states that are thinking about doing 
a, a similar thing, or you watch the show, or you're, you're seeing a friend or a neighbor, or maybe yourself through a family member uh, declining, uh, you got a plan, but you can't plan after something has already happened. You know, unfortunately, and I know, Mark, you get this all the time, uh, we're putting our mom in a nursing home, we want to buy insurance. <laughs> can't help you, you, can't, you can't it's already too late the fire has started the tornadoes down the street yeah right so but that's that why planning has to happen before you have those substantial changes in your health and body uh so we can find an affordable solution and that that takes you to take that initiative uh for your family and start learning about your options now before you retire Michael, when did you go hip though with the with your guest on the show? Oh, I'll I bet did. you never had a guest before on the show. Actually, used the about term more better. Yeah, usually, actually, I went hip about uh, forty-four minutes ago. Okay, <laughs> more better. I never heard more that better. expression before. Yeah. When, Ma when Matt said more better, I said, "Whoa!" Yeah, more better. It's like Lee walking to the joint here. Okay, more better. You want? Okay, it's more better. It's like got milk. You want your life to be more better? Get long-term care insurance. It's not more. It's more better. More better. All right. Um, I have another one, but you want to, you have something for me? No, go, go ahead, ahead Mark, because I can't believe we, we have gone through 45 minutes. If I wasn't looking at a big clock on the screen, I would think we started 15 minutes ago. So wow. my questions are more emotional. Yours are more very business and, and down to Yeah, well, again, you don't have this time to, to get them to, uh, you know, an insight from someone who's hands-on yeah. in the industry like this. Absolutely. So, Matt. You built a career as a long-term care uh, specialist, and uh, now with LTC News, expanded your practice. What's your um, vision for the future of what long-term care is going to look like, and and for our profession? You know that that is a that's a question, um, and and. Uh, I'm not sure. We, we know the problem of long-term care is not going to disappear. Right. Uh, there is always going to be a solution that is needed. Now, what that solution may look like in the coming 5, 10, 15, 20 years, we really don't know. But there's going to be products that are available in the future that will address this need. Uh, obviously, from a demographic standpoint, there's never been more people that need a, a plan, need a solution. So from that standpoint, uh, you know, this is a, a great industry. It's a great business. Uh, there's a lot of consumers that are looking for solutions. That's only going to grow. But when if you talk to, you know, Henry Ford about automobiles and how automobiles may change in the next 10, 20, 40, 50, 100 years back, 100 years ago, would he have predicted, you know, electric vehicles, uh, flying cars, whatever? Uh, maybe, maybe not. It'd be interesting to do the research on what he envisioned the automobile industry to be. Um, but I think for the consumer, you know, that's a question that is really besides the point. Because you're planning right now, and right now there are many affordable solutions uh, these products are custom designed. There's ways to fund these products. And you take advantage of the opportunities that you have today because those things may look a little bit different and cost a little bit different in the years and decades ahead. 
Um, and I, I think really that's the whole point. Um, I'm not going to wait for something new to happen down the road uh, because my health may change by the time that something new happens and I may not be available. That may not be available for me. So you take advantage of today because it is your individual good health. It gives you the opportunity to plan. And Mark, we just said it a few minutes ago. How many times do we talk to people that are already in crisis? And that means their options are limited or, or none. And you want to avoid having that crisis in your family. And the way to avoid it is start planning now. Right. Don't you agree, Matt, that everything we know about the market, that someone who gets a long-term care plan today will never be able to get this much coverage for that little anytime oh. in the future? Absolutely. And, 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 you know, we've been saying that for a while and, and uh, prices on these products, when they roll out new products, one of the major companies just a couple of months ago, you know, refresh their, their pricing. Uh, pricing never gets less expensive. Hmm. You know, those actuaries that are sitting in those corner offices uh, with their uh, uh, calculators and uh, as they uh, doodle all day trying to figure all this stuff up, uh, come to the conclusion all the time that long-term care is a big risk. And they become more and more uncomfortable on how an insurance company deals with that risk. The flip side of that, if you're a consumer today, the value has never been better. Now, certainly if we could go back in time, the value 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago was even better. But we have not invented that time machine to go back in time. So forget about the past. You deal with the present and take advantage of the opportunities that are available because as Mark just said, uh, there's never been a better value and more options for you as a consumer than there are today. So let's stay on that for a second, Matt, but I want to take it in a slightly different direction. Um, at LTC News, you're, you have many, 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 many long-term care specialists writing columns, contributing information, sharing information, and within your agency, you're in touch with well, Let me stop for just a second. Most of the writers of LTC News have nothing to do with the long-term care insurance industry. There are some that are a majority are not but go ahead but your reader but your readers are mainly people readers are, uh, readers are are interested in long-term care or are specialists but go ahead let me just add this quickly but he's only got one reverse mortgage guy he's that's only got right. one reverse mortgage guy there, yes. there he is that's superman right. right there that's ask mike yes that's right ask mike um so i'm curious from a from a profession standpoint I mean, you and I have seen all these changes. We went from kitchen table to, to sharing a screen. Everything in now in the business is electronic, the underwriting, the applications, uh, everything else. I mean, it's a seamless, there's no reason for anybody have to, to be in touch face to face any longer with someone. Um, how do you see that about it? Do you ever see the agent no longer being necessary and the, and this becoming uh, a, a no, and I'll give you a recent example. Uh, I just talked to a client last week who wasn't sure whether they, quote unquote, applied for a policy or not. But their college uh, had a, a page about long-term care insurance, and he put in some numbers, and he answered some questions. 
And eventually what we found out is that he ended up applying for long-term care insurance. There was no conversation with any agent. But what he applied for was completely inappropriate. Uh, He bought a policy with a huge pool of money and a very small monthly benefit with no inflation. The guy was 50-some years old. And that's the problem. Uh, That's why there has to be someone, an expert, to guide you or navigate you through this process. While the technology might be there to for someone to you know go go it on their own you know uh, on their own to 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 do it they unless you have the knowledge and what that really means mm-hmm. uh, people make mistakes so while there may be technology that allow consumers to bypass us it's not going to save the consumer any money because the premiums are regulated uh, by departments of insurance the premium is the premium but there are too many moving parts with these products. And what is something appropriate for Mike may not be appropriate for Mark at all, and vice versa. And and that's why you need it, whether reverse mortgages, you know, how many moving parts are there to reverse mortgages? I don't know. I have no clue other than what we've talked about, Mike, and in, in putting together your page. And I know nothing. Uh, that's why well, I don't have to know anymore. We have asked Mike. Yeah, you, should, you know, I may, you may read about, LGC you know, heart news. transplants and, and heart bypass surgery, but I can't do that myself either. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that, you know, anybody that knows me knows my glass is half full. But one of the things that absolutely does worry me, you know, when I sometimes when I'm in front of 50 or 100 realtors, because my mortgage company, our passion is reverse mortgages, but we literally do 10 times more regular mortgages. That's just life right now. So when I'm in front of a, a 50 or 100 real estate agents and I go, guys, there's going to come a time, maybe not in my lifetime, but it's soon, where we're not needed. I mean, you know, right now you can look at a house, take a virtual tour, and if you're with the right real estate agent, you literally can see the water moving in the pool. You can walk around the house. I mean, as compared to 20 years ago, we're Fred Flintstone to the Jetsons. I'm not sure how long people are going to go on paying 6%. You buy a half a million dollar house. You know, somebody puts your house on MLS, somebody buys it. 30 grand when I can look at the, I don't know. I think my children are going to get mortgages without a mortgage broker. Um that but in insurance, Mike, yeah. the, the premium, Mike, in insurance is the same whether there's an That's agent right. or, or, or not. But, but here's what worries me. There is no doubt in my mind, thanks to a relationship built uh, with the Weitzman Institute, that we are in our lifetime, maybe not us, but in our lifetime, we're going to see an, another extension of lifespans. Our children, our grandchildren are going to be playing tennis in August in Florida when they're 100 years old with great mental capacities. It, it's going to happen. Right now, pickleball. There is, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or pickleball, yes. <laughs> right now, there is a shortage of in home care people. Okay. Right now, there is a shortage of senior housing. In the United States of America. Right now there is a shortage of nurses. Uh, There is no shortage of food. 
But if we take the average age of 80 and increase that to 100 in the next 20 to 30 years, 50 years, and you compare that to the statistics of generations of farmers that their children are growing up and going, be a farmer, Dad? What, are you crazy? That's going down. Yes, we have technology to replace it. There invariably has to be a shortage of food. I mean, right now there's a Publix in Florida every six blocks. Yet when we thought we were running out of toilet paper, you couldn't find toilet paper anywhere. This is without utilizing your industry, but even with your industry and mine, a catastrophe in the making. Because, you know, even though I was brought up by a father who literally bled red, white, and blue. I mean, I'm just a patriot through and through. Even when this country is wrong, it's right. You don't like my country, get out. My kids hate when I say that, but I just said it again. But we are a country of people that wait till the last minute. And when there is 12 billion people, and most of them, or at least half of them, are above 62 and the average age is 100, we're going to have problems that make COVID-19 look like a walk in the park. Michael, that's it right there. Your your comment is a great way to close the show, this topic, and get uh, Matt's opinion on it. We just lived through 15, 16 months now of pandemic. What happened during that time? Long-term care facilities and assisted living facilities, their population dropped dramatically. All the investment, all the future is going into home care, uh, you know, progress in the home way we can deliver. Because nobody wants to be in any of those facilities because of what happened. I'm sure this is true of Matt. I haven't asked him, but he can weigh in. I had nine people on plane that were in facilities. Every one of them are either with their children or back in their own home. You, because anybody that had the means got the heck out of it. That's right. Who the heck wanted to live through that? And I'll bet you that happened with mass clients. But because they had a plan, they had the power to be in control. That's the future right there. Whether it's the development of robotics or the development of electroceuticals or whatever the, the future holds. Again, we were talking about doing a show on it. There's no doubt that within the next decade, Alzheimer's will become chronic, like like diabetes is now, mm-hmm. and diabetes will be cured. The, the technology is already out there. They I already agree. know how to do this. And so, again, that's going to completely change the face of how we administer care. But if you're in charge, because you put a plan in place when the time comes, you're going to be able to make the choices, Matt. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a good point. Uh, they just did a study in, it was an international study done in Canada, um, looking at worldwide, and it, it was a duh moment, but they said that COVID deaths in long-term care facilities would have been dramatically less if they everyone had private rooms. And when you look at who's not in a private room, it's primarily in the United States, it's Medicaid, uh, in Canada, it's uh, Canadian uh, paid uh, care, uh, et cetera, et cetera. When you have long-term care insurance or the means or a combination thereof, you have choice. 
And that choice generally is not going to be a nursing home uh, with, you know, a roommate or two. Uh, it may be a nice assisted living facility. It might be memory care with a private room, or it could be nice in-home care. Mm -hmm. But you have choice and control. And this problem is going to get worse. And ignoring it solves nothing other than gets us into crisis. Yeah, ignoring it is going to cause such emotional... We're whistling by the graveyard when we do it yeah. because it's going to happen. Yeah, it's not like we can change this one. And they should use a reverse mortgage to get that. They should but. use a lot of things. I also want to be clear, you know, there are other, other options, but it's that's a great option. With but less, if they go to Ask Mike at yeah. LTC News, that's right. they'll, get all, <laughs> with, they'll get all the... With 20 seconds left, Matt, you're part of the 62 Who Knew family. I am so happy to be part of yours. Mark, you know, I just love you. Uh, not that I don't love you, Matt, but I love him longer. Um, I understand. What a great show. Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to have you both on many times this coming year, and it's the beginning of something great. Thank you to everybody.